Hey you! Welcome to the Muzzles Mascara Motherhood Podcast. A podcast for the woman who recognizes that fitness is way more than a dress size or a number on the scale. Who refuses to diminish her uniqueness to fit in and who recognizes that motherhood is her superpower, not the death knell to her body or life goals. I'm your host, I'm Lola Bodeogudipwe, a fitness communicator, coach, wife and mom of two. On every episode of this podcast, you're going to be informed, inspired, and invigorated to take action as we talk about topics ranging from nutrition, mindset, exercise, motherhood, and the ever-changing definitions of beauty. If your goal is to be the healthiest, fittest version of you, who is confident and comfortable in her skin and empowered in all her roles, especially motherhood, you're in the perfect place. Let's do this. Have you ever heard a story told so many times in your presence that it starts to seem like you were there or you have total recall of what happened? Like imagine your parents always have a story to tell about something you did, maybe when you were two or something, probably something mischievous or cute, right? And they've told the story so many times in your presence and it's like you can remember every single thing that happened, but you really can't. Today, we are talking about the stories we tell ourselves on our weight loss, fitness, health journeys, right? Because guess what? We are constantly telling ourselves stories. We are stories. We are constantly interpreting things that happen around us through this lens of what we believe and all, right? And more than ever, it affects how we make progress with the things we say we want to do with our health, with our fitness, right? Those voices in our head are so loud and we leave out the reality of what we are thinking. So today we are addressing the stories in our heads and it's the last Monday of November. Ooh, it's the last, it's the last Monday of November. That freaked me out as I said it, right? Because how can it be the last Monday in November? But I just want us to do a bit of reflection today. But before then, you know my next question. How are you doing and how was your weekend? Hope you got to rest a bit. I am going to stay on your case about rest in 2024. It's going to be a big topic and focus of this podcast because, huh, ladies, ladies, it is an integral part. Like there's no point. There's no point in doing all these things, in all the hustle and bustle, in all the accomplishments, in all, if we cannot enjoy it and you cannot enjoy anything from a place of rest. But anyway, today's topic, we are talking about the stories that we tell ourselves, right? So back to my initial example about something being said so often that you start to believe it, right? Now let's look at that little child, for example. The child is the feature of the story. The child is the star of the story, but the storytellers, the narrator is the mother and the father, right? And Every perspective the child has about what happened in that situation is from the perspective of the mom and the dad. So even though that child was the one um, doing the deed or whatever it was, right, you really had no recollection. You're just piecing things together based on what you've been told. And this is what happens a lot on our journeys. For a lot of us, we came to fitness, we came to weight loss with a lot of input from the outside world. I say it all the time that we who grew up here in this part of the world, Nigeria, where I am, we did not have fitness and physical activity as an integral part of our culture, as opposed to people in the Western world, right? So if you look at it, especially for those who have jackpot, um, if you don't know what that means, that means they've immigrated from Nigeria to other countries, Canada, Europe, London, America, and all that, right? 
you get there and you see that the children have such a strong culture of sports. They have such a strong culture of activity. I've just been outside. So you find children being enrolled and engaged in soccer, in baseball, in basketball, in, you know, swimming and all that, right? And it's not as if we don't do those things around here, but it's not such an integral part of our culture, right? So for a lot of people who grew up in the Western world, physical activity is a norm. And so you see, when they now grow up, it morphs into fitness more easily. But for a lot of us here, we came into fitness from the lens of weight loss. So it was not a matter of, and that is why I realized that around here, there is such a, a, a difficulty in mentally shifting that bias, right? And so at times, you know, when I talk to people or, you know, I'm doing courses and all that, I'm like, yeah, I understand all this with you both theory, <laughs> but I know my market. <laughs> what you're saying is not going to work. You know why? Because the stories that we heard, that we told ourselves concerning fitness is usually from a biased place of, oh, weight loss, or oh, these are the things that you have to do to lose weight. Exercise this way, eat this way, blah, 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 blah. And so, like I said, a lot of us came to this lifestyle with somebody saying, oh, you have to do keto. Somebody saying, oh, it's carnivore diet. Somebody saying, no, it's detox. Somebody saying, ah, you have to exercise till you drop. It's cardio. It's this, it's that. And so many stories. And then those stories start to form our own story about this journey. It's going to be difficult. Once you have a child, your body can never be the same. Blah, 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 blah. A lot of us didn't get the chance to write what this story is going to be what our weight loss journey is going to be, what our fitness journey is going to be, what our health journey is going to look like. And so for a lot of us subconsciously, these stories that run around in our heads are not true. They are not true. They are things that we have picked up from other people's experiences. They are things that we have picked up even from our experiences. Now you're saying, Dami, how can you say that something I picked from my own experience is not true? Thank you very much. Thank you, panel of judges for the question. <laughs> My co-debaters. <laughs> the reason I say it's not true, the experience you pick from your story is because when you look at something from a certain lens, even when it happens to you, the experience, the lesson you're going to pick from that experience is going to determine on the, uh, is going to be determined by the lens through you look at it. So for example, if, um, okay, I don't know, somebody, um, Biola shared something with me on Instagram. No, it wasn't Biola. I think it was Remy. Somebody, well, people are always sending me, um, stuff <laughs> in my DMs, right? And we're just chatting and it was about a, it was just an illustration about this guy who was having a frustrating day. Nothing was going on right. And at the end of the day, something happened and he was just like, God, why is this happening to me? And then God spoke to him. I was like, showing him the different disasters that were supposed to happen that day, but were averted by him spilling his coffee, his candle starting, blah, 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 blah. You know, the first lens he was looking through it was the story of, oh my gosh, I just have bad luck. Things are just happening to me. La, da, 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 da. But when God spoke to him, the lens changed. The story he was telling changed to one of Thanksgiving from complaining. And so when you think about it, the lens through which you're looking at your journey is based on the story that you've told yourself. So you've been struggling with eating right. You've been struggling with exercising. You've been having a difficult, a difficult time to wrap your mindset around the things that you need to do. Most times, I can bet you 99% of the time, the perceived difficulty in that thing is based on the story we are telling ourselves. The stories we are not even conscious of. The programming that is subconsciously running in our back. Because we have been told that this thing is difficult. 
And because we have believed and said over this, you know, all this time that this thing is going to be difficult. It's not going to be, it can't be as simple as that means always saying it. How would our experience be different? Do you understand? Now, you know, I always say that it's simple doesn't make it easy, but it is simple. But guess what? We can look at the not easy part of it also as a growth, you know, tool to becoming a better, fitter, healthier version of ourselves. So what stories are you telling yourself? What stories have you imbibed? What stories have you cooked up in your head about how this journey is going to be? Could that be where the difficulty is coming from? Could that be where the struggle is coming from? Because in all honesty, if you tell a child that something is going to be difficult, you tell a child, a child is a blank canvas, which is why we also, yeah, I have to be very careful about how we speak to our children and present things to them. If we tell a child something is going to be difficult, most likely that child is going to experience difficulty with it. But usually, if you leave a child to a task, even when it presents a challenge, they figure out a way. Have you seen a baby fall down and look at you for your reaction before he decides whether he's going to cry or not? Right? That, that input from the adult is so profound that it can determine if that child is going to feel the expression of pain or not, if he's going to perceive that fall as painful or not. So if you shout, ha, then the child, sorry, I, I just hit the mic. If you shout, then the child decides because you have told the child, you have expressed through your reaction, a story that that thing was supposed to be painful. But if you fall down beside the child and laugh and oh my gosh, the child will start laughing. Because again, you have demonstrated a story that that thing was not painful. So again, I challenge you to think about the stories you are telling yourself about losing that baby weight, about getting fit and healthy, about losing the cages that the doctor say, it says it's necessary for um, conception, about bringing down your blood pressure through activity, right? About modulating your blood sugar by better food choices. Why you're struggling is the story you're telling yourself. You're telling yourself the story that, oh my gosh, I have to do, if I don't do it, this thing in four weeks or five weeks, it's not going to be possible. If I don't go hard and go home, then it's not worth it. If I don't kill myself on the treadmill, then I have not exercised and it's not worth it, right? That me doing little things that, like drinking water and eating my fruits and veggies is not worth it. It has to be a big bang. What stories are we telling ourselves? Where did we pick up this narratives? Because our research has said that we, we speak to ourselves in as much as 60,000 words in a day. That's insane. We hear our voice most times. And I know you can relate to the fact that there's just this voice, this running commentary in the back of your head. It's saying different. Hey, look at you. You've wasted time. Uh -huh, look at you. You didn't exercise. And usually it's negative. Why? Because we human beings, we have a natural negative bias. Because from evolution, right, when we were like hunter-gatherers and all, evolution, we were living in a, you know, wild, we didn't have all the civilization and security. You had to be on high alert for danger. You had to be high, on high alert to hear maybe um, a, a twig, something come, so you know that somebody is stepping or an animal is coming. You had to be on high alert to look that is that berry poisonous or not. You had to be on high alert for the weather. So this negative bias is ingrained in us naturally. So if you are not careful and conscious of this, then we are going to take that bias as gospel, as the truth.
and then work in line with it. And you know how it is in the media, generally everywhere, negativity sells. So for most people to sell their weight loss and fitness and health programs, they want to make it seem, you know, hard. David Goggins style. If your feet are not bleeding when you're running, then you have not done anything. Oh, 75 hard. If you have not worked out twice today and you've not blah, 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 you're not doing something. And so we tend to live because, and then because we human beings have a natural proflicity to a natural leaning that that twist them a proflicity, proflicity. But anyway, we have a natural leaning to believe that except it is hard, except it is difficult. That is why salvation is hard for a lot of people to accept because, oh, somebody died for my sins and then that's just it. I'm free. I'm redeemed. Right. <laughs> that's why at times salvation is hard to um, comprehend for a lot of people by digress. We tend to believe if it's not hard, if it's not difficult, then it's not worth it and it's not working. And that is so not true. So what are the stories? The essence of this podcast today is what are the, I want to challenge you. What are the stories you have believed in? After three children, my body can never, you know, look the way I want it to be. After this age, I cannot do certain things. I can't build muscle. I can't boost my metabolism. I can't exercise. I can't run after much. What are the stories that you are telling yourself? What are the stories you are believing? And then start to think about it. Where did you get that from? Because is that really the reality? If we sit down to phase it down and you'll be like, this thing is not as difficult as I thought. Actually, it is possible for me to work out three times a week. It is actually very possible for me to drink water. It is actually, you will start to see that there are possibilities. But the stories are running in our heads. And this is why we also have to be very, very conscious and careful. The people we follow, and I, when I say follow on social media, the people we listen to, Right, because their values start to influence our values, their thought patterns start to influence our thought patterns, right? And so, those stories become our reality because it, it now becomes life imitating art, so to speak. You know how they say that oh, life is imitating what's in the movies, our life begins to imitate our stories, the stories that we tell ourselves. And so, just just I just wanted to provoke your thoughts this Monday morning. I just wanted to bring that to your um, forefront. Think about it. There's a story you've told yourself about weight loss, about fitness, about healthy living, right? There's a story, there's a cap that that story has put on your abilities that actually do what you need to do to get fit and healthy. And I trust that at the end of this, the thought process you're going to go through is going to remove that cap. And guess what? You're going to, you know when you shake a bottle of Coke and then you take off the cap and you, oh my gosh, you're going to start seeing yourself blossom. And you know, the struggle with this is going to be greatly reduced. Trust you got value from this episode. As usual, if you enjoyed it, got value, do take a screenshot, share to Instagram, tag me, share with somebody, leave a rating and review. Let me know how you enjoyed it. Any topic you want me to talk about, I am a DM away on Instagram at the Fit Mom Hub. Have a blessed, productive, and beautiful week. And I'll speak to you on Thursday.